Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Paige Weldon. I'm Emily Fay. Let's talk about the mall. Uh, and a little announcement. Um, some quick news. Just a bit of news. I guess it's a big announcement. Um, Not to downplay. I love my Bagu fanny pack that I talked about last week. Breaking news. No, that's not the big announcement. Um, so we are ending the podcast. This is going to be our last episode of Mall Talk. Um, nothing happened. It's nothing bad. It's nothing drama. It's just... <laughs> It's been getting like increasingly more difficult for us to find the time because we do everything ourselves. We edit, we, you know, have been recording two episodes a week with the Patreon and it's just been getting really hard to find the time. And because we still like love and care about this project, we wanted to end when we still felt like the quality was where we wanted it. And not just to like sort of fade away and get sporadic and like we just wanted to end strong. People are listening like, oh, it actually already got really <laughs> shitty. Like so two years ago? I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it sucks. <laughs> I know. I really feel like we have continued to put out great episodes. I feel really good about the body of episodes that we have out there. And, and it's still been fun. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing is like you know it's it's still fun and yeah. we we love it and we love them all still so it's definitely sad like we're sad about it too but um it's been like a great three and a half years like it's been really awesome like the listener response and finding like you know other people who care about them all yes and we've had like amazing guests and it's like it's been like such a great three and a half years and it's just it just feels like it it's time yeah but we still like care about it and and love it so we hope that we're we hope that we're ending strong and uh I think we're about to have a great episode of Mall Talk. Yeah, so this episode is going to be a break from the usual format because it's kind of like a last episode extravaganza where we're basically talking about well we went somewhere that we talk about all the time but we've never actually really like been together and then we're talking about one of the big stores that we never got around to covering and then we're gonna like answer some questions do a couple segments at the end so we kind of wanted it to like encompass you know what mall talk is but um thank you guys so much for like listening and liking it this whole time yeah. and we're gonna get into it thank you truly without you we would be talking into a void yeah so. we wouldn't have done it for three and a half years <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to if it wasn't for you listening, i guess we would have so. been able to but it would have been really sad for <laughs> everyone involved really that situation <laughs> well emily did you go to the mall this week? I did. Did you go to the mall this week? I sure did. A couple of times. A few times. Did um, you go without me at all? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the big, the big time 
was that we went and ate dinner at Bar Verde. At the Grove. The Nordstrom (laughs) Restaurant for Moms. Yes, we've talked about it so many times. Uh, I personally had never been. Incredible. And uh, we thought we should really go out with a bang and eat some really expensive pasta. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was well-priced pasta yeah. compared to compared to restaurants these days. The portion was very generous. Yeah. I feel like I I thought I thought honestly I thought it was a very reasonable price. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh I guess I'm just um really showing my colors. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to go today and then go to the store and then last week our friend Monica friend of the podcast was in town and I knew that potentially Emily and Monica were together and I said oh my god what if I added myself to the mix and suggested we go to Bar Verde tonight (laughs) right now now a lot of it was based on that I thought that Bar Verde at the Americana was having happy hour from 3 30 p.m to 6 30 p.m which is what is listed on the americana website when but this, you click i did have my doubts from the beginning because it was on it was a sunday that this was happening right most places do not have weekend happy no, hours this was wednesday it was this was wednesday night oh right i forgot i had a wednesday <laughs> off work yeah i were... think on the phone i even said sunday and you didn't correct me well i think because we talked about going today which is <laughs> oh, sunday yeah. and so but it was a it was a, a kind of a i was unnecessarily panicked <laughs> but i just wanted i just was like i know everyone involved would love to get some happy hour dishes at bar verde but spoiler alert <laughs> That did not that did not happen it like didn't that. Materialize. It did not materialize because basically I also didn't know you guys were in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so I thought you would be on the east side. And I was like, maybe they're around. Maybe we could go to the Americana before 630 and get some small bites. <laughs> some small bites for some small prices. Uh, but then it was revealed to me that you were in West Hollywood and that the Grove Happy Hour ended at five which is accurately reflected on the website <laughs> as opposed to the Americana. But I called the Americana just to double check. And I learned that they cl- not only did they close at 7 PM oh, at that location of Bar Verde, but their happy hour is also ending at 5 PM on weekdays. And they didn't even have that accurately reflected on the website. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the moms showing up demanding. We got to send an email. Crunchy tacos to tell them to in, fix this. in a small plate form. <laughs> I did also, even when I thought there was happy hour, I had my doubts about doing it because I remember from when I used to sometimes hit Bar Verde happy hour after my chocolate store job years ago, you have to sit at the bar. Mm. And I just didn't think that the three of us sitting next to each other like little perched birds was yeah. the way to do it. It's hard when you have more than two people. I'm, I'm, And also, I'm glad we got the full meal. Yeah, I think I'm a sucker for a happy hour. I can't. I usually am, but I don't think their happy hour is great. Well, I, I'm glad we did a real dinner. Yeah, so we ended up meeting up at, at the Grove because we didn't want to have to leave by 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I personally, I part and then I took the bridge across wow. <laughs> from the parking garage over to the Nordstrom. I did not park in the um, farmer's market as I often would. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense for It just this. would not make sense. No. So I, But I was delighted at the opportunity to use the bridge <laughs> when it made sense. It literally was like 
this is exactly what it's for is that's true i need to go straight across across rather than around and i entered the nordstrom and monica and i had walked around a little bit before you got there you were there already and i said hello i am on the second floor entrance (laughs) of the bar verde it was not very busy. It was pretty no. pretty light. We were seated right away. There was um w- there were no uh, outdoor tables available unfortunately though, which was sad to me. I mean, honestly, it was cold. I was secretly relieved. <laughs> I know you guys want to sit outside, but I was secretly relieved cuz I was chilly. I thought there would be heaters and I just thought it would be fun <laughs> to be able to look out on the 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 view of the we grove were put right next to a window we though. were right next to a window and we really we really had that whole area to ourselves <laughs> yeah. it was like over by the kitchen and like no one else was seated over there no. <laughs> so very covid safe as well we got a booth of course i of think they course. only have booths i think it's just booths bar outdoor tables that's a great a great way for a restaurant to be isn't it i don't know anybody who's like oh i'd rather be on a hard chair Come on. No Anyone's like that. <laughs> so anyway, we are seated. And how soon? Okay. First of all, we had uh, on the table, there was a drink menu on some eight and a half by 11 printer paper, <laughs> which threw me off. <laughs> I said, this doesn't seem like the Nordstrom vibe. And I think it was just because they really want people to just use the barcode system. Yeah. And the you have to use the uh, the QR code for the food <laughs> menu. <Barcode>. Yeah. <laughs> you have to use the QR code for the food menu anyway. Yeah. Uh, which is like, I still am not used to that because I then look at the menu and then I go, oh, I should put my phone away. I'm like, at <laughs> I'm at a dinner (laughs) and then I'm like oh wait but I need it but I need it to look at the menu I don't love the phone menu experience but I get it I get it it's a better system easier to update it's totally better but I'm just not used to it um and we all decided that we would get a beverage. Mm-hmm. They have, I thought it was very fun. They have, um, I should have pulled up the menu to look they at it. They have like a basically a bunch of like mocktails. Yeah. And you can add alcohol if you want to, but I like that you can also just get a fun drink. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was a nice touch. Um, I got, uh, I'm pulling up the menu so I can get the name correct. I don't want to fuck it up uh menu bar verde yours was like a cucumber basil thing was that what i got i think so <laughs> it was so many days ago now <laughs> who can who can say uh oh does this not even have the drink menu god damn it you got a cucumber basil thing something so like did, that so did monica yeah and um then i was gonna get an iced tea But when the server was taking our drink orders, Mm. I felt left out last minute. Yeah. And I said, wait a second. Actually, I'll get the raspberry ginger thing. Hold up. Hold up. I feel left out. I need to do something about this. I don't like feeling left out. Bad feeling I'm having. (laughs) (laughs) And you got the ginger. It was like a raspberry ginger thing. With ginger beer, Mm -hmm. not ginger ale. That's what turned me off of it because I don't love ginger beer. Mm. Not my thing necessarily. I was very pleased with my drink. Yeah, me too. It was fun. I loved it. It was really um, refreshing. Uh, We also, I mean, right off the top, just had a great rapport with our server. I mean, look, I know everyone thinks that 
their servers love them if they're friendly. And that's like honestly a problem that servers often have um, is that people think that they love them and they're just being friendly. <laughs> but I think he loved us. I think And here's that. when here's the moment I think he loved us. Or here's the moment I realized. Oh my god, the moment I knew. The moment I knew <laughs> <laughs> was when he was like walking by the table and there was no reason for him to stop. But he was just like Sorry if you can hear us yelling back there in the kitchen. We're starting to do like a brunch soon. And they're saying it's supposed to go till four. And so we're arguing about when brunch is until because I think that four is so late. And we were just like, yeah. Okay, that's actually the moment when I thought maybe this is fake because (laughs) I was like, this is too this is not necessary like he's coming over like just to ingratiate himself and i during that there's moment there's no reason for him to ingratiate himself he doesn't need to. if anything that was maybe just because he was kind of bored it was a little slow yeah and so but but this goes to your point which is he had previously decided he liked us so when he thought who could i stop and talk to it was us and we were right by the kitchen was there anyone else in the restaurant at the time no there but were a few people were on the there? patio and yeah. uh in the other part of the restaurant i believe at the bar potentially <laughs> but also the other reason that that made me feel like okay he's doing this to you know i don't think he's doing this out of just pure love of us was <laughs> i absolutely i don't know about you could definitely not hear anybody arguing in the back. Like I was like, absolutely, I didn't hear anything. No, me neither. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, don't worry about it. But I do agree with him that having a brunch that goes till four is insane. Yeah, that's not brunch. Three latest. Yeah, and even absolutely. that, I'm like, I don't know. I'm four not is sure. like a really early dinner. Four is like a time where it makes sense. Like four is the time that usually restaurants that close between lunch and dinner close. Yeah, but that's lunch <laughs> yeah not brunch no it was um so i hope that works out i hope they don't stay open till four because damn he's so right he did say when we were leaving he said you guys are awesome yeah so that's true <laughs> i mean i did say on the way out when we were saying how we thought he loved us and i was just like well i mean we're different than the usual customer you know how all of our moms are annoying <laughs> that's who he's dealing you did with say that day. yeah i mean he uh also when you uh ordered iced tea or wasn't were they out of something were they we tried to of, order calamari for we the tried table. to out order calamari for the table and they were out and i said the supply chain right and he was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like isn't that just how things are these days <laughs> it really is we wanted to get calamari as we did when we went to italy a couple months back or several months back but um Uh, brussels sprouts instead delicious i enjoyed them quite a bit they have on them this i do have on the menu (laughs) it's spiced cashews lemon and honey delicious brussels sprouts frit so they're you know frit they were really good (laughs) they were very delicious um and then I ordered the uh, mushroom and chicken, and I don't know how to pronounce this shape of, is it campanelle? This shape of pasta? Something like that. They're little spirals. Yeah. It was great. It checks a lot of my boxes. I love mushrooms. I considered getting it. It has ricotta bread crumbs on it. Bread crumbs. It has bread crumbs (laughs) all over it, and (laughs) and it was a very generous portion. 
Did you finish it? I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I maybe had like a couple bites where I was like, you know what? At this point, it's honestly gotten cold (laughs) (laughs) from how long I've been picking at this. What was the name of mine? It was the sausage one. And that's it is the uh, rigatoni and chicken sausage with the vodka cream sauce. Yes. Red onion, oregano, Parmesan, olive oil. And here's what was a shocking surprise to me. A shocking surprise. A shocking surprise, as most surprises, I guess. Well, surprise has a little bit of a different connotation than shock, <laughs> I feel, but I don't know. He said they make their own pasta. He did. And I was like, what? Because you were asking about what meats were in it, I think. And then he started talking about more of what the details were I was behind asking, it. I was just asking between two things. Oh, yeah. I was like, mm. I was like, cause you asked between three things. Okay. I was trying to downplay it, but I did the thing where I was like, I don't know if you've had any of these. Right. I don't want to assume, but, and it was not busy. And then he immediately said, Oh, I've had everything on the menu. He, he was awesome. He was you great. know what? Great. Regardless of whether he liked us or not, we like him. <laughs> exactly. So that's okay. And he, he said, I've had everything on the menu. What are, what are the options? And then he said, well, how hungry are you? And then I was like, pretty hungry. And he was like, well, we make our own pasta. So they're starchier and more filling than a lot of pasta. Which is fascinating. To and learn. I was like, I had no idea. Cause not even like all like nice Italian restaurants make their own pasta. Yeah. It was really like unnecessary. They like are they just to. making pasta in the back of Nordstrom? That's so weird. <laughs> What if it gets mixed up with the shirts and then there's a shirt made of pasta and there's a furious woman who (laughs) accidentally purchases a pasta shirt and she can't believe it. And then she's like, it just disintegrated. But then they're like, well, we can't give you a refund because there is no shirt present for us to see. Yeah, it has to be unworn. (laughs) So but I got the so the sauce was a mixture of like whites of like vodka it was like pink sauce it was like tomato sauce and white sauce love a pink sauce sauce. it was really great i mean i just i expected the food to be good but i just didn't know what to expect it didn't have to be as good as it was what did monica get a salad i think she got the um if i if i can guess from what i'm looking at here Oh, I think she got the warm Asian glazed chicken salad, mm. if I recall correctly. I so, yeah. It seemed good. I guess I should have asked her more about how she felt about it, but Seems like we she didn't seem displeased at all. Mm-hmm. She seemed pleased. The other fun thing about the pasta is they come with a little um, stick, basically, of garlic bread. Like, it's like hard garlic bread. Yeah, it's like... Honestly, I I actually I, didn't like it, but it it's cute. No, I actually agree. As I said, I <laughs> set it up as the nice thing about it is that it comes with that, but then it is disappointing because it's like a crouton, like a giant yeah. crouton. But it was fine but because harder. like I was so full from my meal that but I didn't need it. With the promise of garlic bread on the menu, I wished it had been more of actually garlic bread served with. Yeah, just you know whatever. But mm. that's okay. It's totally fine. And we were seated at a window so we could look down at the grove and I noticed and I I don't know if it's always been the case that the trolley has ads on it 
Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't remember if it's always been like that or not. It kind of bummed me out. <laughs> I was like, this looks like it was like and it was be- specifically because the ads, they were like screens. The ads were for that thing after pay, which was like the thing that lets oh, you like it? pay in installments for yeah. your Urban Outfitters purchase yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and it was like green to like match the trolley because the trolley at the Grove is green. The trolley at the Americana is red. I didn't realize we all that know. they were for after pay. They were. I think I took a picture because I wanted to remember to talk about it because I, maybe it's always been the case. I mean, overall, the Grove has a little bit more of that vibe to it than the Americana where it's like, I'm not surprised that it has ads on the yeah, on the trolley. Yeah. It's just a little bit more. I mean, they're a money-making operation. And God bless, do their thing. I guess I did not take a picture. <sighs> wow. I guess I was just too in the moment. The pop-up like little building that was like you know skims pop up like everything oh, yeah. Yeah. it is currently a diptyque pop up but specifically for their rose scents and it's very beautiful and you can, and smell, you can it. smell it from the street it's i love it from the from the street within the grove <laughs> from not the fake street. not from out on like beverly Boulevard. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a big giant like bird of paradise coming out the top yeah, it's they're really doing great work with the exteriors of whoever those. is designing those is doing an incredible job. They're doing such a good job. Proud of them. <laughs> and then I don't feel like we did a lot else. Oh, they give you uh, with the check the little chocolate mm-hmm. mint things, which it, mine really fell apart when I opened it. Yeah, which is but fine. it's a nice gesture. Oh, it was a very nice gesture. I love Barber Day, but I thought it was funny because I was like, damn, if they didn't do that. They definitely would have gotten me on the way out with the cookies that they were selling. Like I, they had like cookies oh, that you could buy, cookies. like pre-wrapped. And I'm like, if they hadn't just given me a sweet treat for free, I bet they would have gotten me to buy a cookie. They should push the cookies on the menu or something. Yeah. They, well, maybe they just don't even care. They're just like, well, yeah. if you want, it's you know, it's fine. A bar I thought day. it was a great dinner. I thought it was very delicious. I definitely was pleased. And I feel like I haven't been there for dinner as much i've mostly been there for lunch what have you gotten in the past i i i usually i feel like have gotten some sort of you know like santa fe chicken panini southwest chicken panini i think that's what i was picturing and and i guess they just separate out their lunch and dinner Mm -hmm. menu i would be curious to try the lunch sometime i'm not against but i loved my pasta i thought it was great it was a very i will say this i definitely was very aware that i was in nordstrom (laughs) during the experience i didn't feel uh swept away by it but i can see <laughs> i think that might be part of the appeal I think that's part of the appeal i think they want you to feel like you're a nordstrom yeah did you tell your you mom are. that you went without I her i haven't she's gonna be so upset <laughs> it would have been so funny if i was like call your mom she's gonna be like well how did you even get in without a mom? <laughs> who who pretended to chaperone. be the mom for them to let you in? <laughs> you have to be a, sh- a chaperoned by someone who is clearly related to you, <laughs> who would be more interested in that than you would. <laughs> yeah, the day they start just letting you into Nordstrom Bar Verde is when you know that you're no longer a kid. <laughs> they just they don't card you. <laughs> I can't believe I used to just go like that's how depressed I was at chocolate store period of my life <laughs> <laughs> that I was just going to Bar Verde to catch the tail end of happy hour oh well, we've all been there <laughs> I would guess many of our listeners can identify with such an experience or period of time maybe some people are in that right now and if you yeah. are 
I it get gets it. better. <laughs> we understand and we have been there. Hey, if you're there, quit that job that drove you there. <laughs> it might be time to start thinking about finding something different. If you're just lonely scooping pimento cheese with a cracker at a bar in a Nordstrom right now, put your two weeks notice in. First of all, it's okay that you're doing that. It's totally fine. But I want better for you. You can look back on it as a, as a memory of, of a time past when you are able to move on. And I hope that you are there soon. Now, I also did want to bring up this article I found and sent to you earlier from Bon Appetit from 2016 called The Story Behind the Nordstrom Cafe, Every Mom's Favorite Restaurant. And the, the, the subtitle is As a teen on weekend sojourns to the mall with my mom, all roads led to the same place, the Nordstrom Cafe. So I know the Nordstrom Cafe is like a different, is that like a, it's different in different places? Yeah. So I think there used to be maybe just like Nordstrom Cafe. And then it started being like these more specific restaurants in different Nordstrom. Yes. Okay. Uh, like I so- think there used to, I think the one at like, uh, the Westside Pavilion was like Blue Oyster or something. Cult? Blue, Blue Oyster Cult, the <laughs> band? <laughs> no. No. Come on. <laughs> this person is just basically writing about how her mom would always take her to the Nordstrom Cafe. Uh, they'd get Chinese chicken salad, Roma tomato soup, and Diet Cokes. Uh, and then she asked like a friend of hers about the same thing and said they said, the Nordstrom Cafe was the only quiet spot in the Mall of America. <laughs> we drink Cokes there and not want to go back out into the mall. Is it Maybe it is the oh. peaceful nature of it that draws moms in. Maybe. Blue Stove. Blue because Stove. later it um, says that uh, the Marketplace cafes which i know that um fashion island in san diego has one of those oh okay is the sort of more like not you know that thing that's half between a buffet and yeah like where this you, yeah like where the- basically there's the different stations and then you yeah. order at the stations and it's on a tray and then you pay at the end so that's the marketplace cafes but then they list some of the other ones bazil uh blue stove uh Habitant, Sixth and Pine, Ruskello, um, Bar Verde. Damn. Yeah, there are 16 of them, it says. 16 dining concepts. And I think some of them are like fancier, more expensive than others. Which I love that like you... If you're somebody who's super into Nordstrom, you like know the difference. Like there's people who yeah. could be like, oh, okay. So Cafe Bistro is different from um, Habitant because. <laughs> I mean, the thing is though, they are totally different. Like they are of, um, cuisine. There, so it looks like some uh, milk bar is one of the ones that's in some. Really? That's crazy. Weird. Um, and then there's a, a mochi donut place too called O Mochi. Wow. Interesting. Uh, gelato bar. The E bar is listed within these 16 as well. Broadway bar looks like the, like, <laughs> this looks like the lobby of like a fancy agency or something. Well, they're out there doing doing the work, and hey, listen, we we've experienced the Bar Verde version of that. I mean, I just love how universal. It the, is the mom thing, like yeah. the fact that this article came up when I wasn't even trying to find something that referenced moms. I just looked up history of Bar Verde just to see if there was anything interesting about it, and this is like one of the first things that came up. <laughs> so whatever we've said, we were right the whole time. It's, <laughs> it's just funny. I think it's I think it's really sweet. It like, is really sweet. <laughs> 
Nordstrom Grill. Maybe that's what. Um, no, I'm trying to. Which one does Fashion Island have? It might just have. I don't Cafe know. Cafe Nordstrom. Fashion Island, the one in Art Fashion Valley, or oh god, yeah. Fashion Island is the one in Orange County. Yeah, I, I mean Fashion Valley. Fashion Valley in San Diego, mm-hmm. which is home to the Tommy Bahama. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it called? The look how fancy Wolf looks. I know. You know it's fancy because it's just like four little balls yeah. of something <laughs> stacked on top of each other and on a little metal plate uh-huh. and each of the little balls has a leaf on top of it and that's how you know it's fancy and then i clicked on it and then there's a picture of just like six little raviolis and each one has just one little piece of cheese on the top wow so, very fancy shapes and garnishes <laughs> oh also this was the first time at the grove i had seen the new apple store with its many trees but i just felt i get it i get it it looks cool (laughs) uh but i didn't think to look at what is in the old apple store i don't know what what took its place oh i don't remember it might be nothing right now but the new apple store is right next to the nordstrom and it's, I mean, it is quite glamorous. I mean, it really is. But in a way where I would be scared to be like, okay, I'm going to get a new phone and then sit here for an hour while like we set it up and everything. Yeah. Like you feel like it's, it, it's almost like entering a different, like, it feels like you're entering a weird uh, world where they're going to, if you sit there for too long, you're going to like wake up and realize you're in like a simulation or something. You know what I, I mean? mean? The mirrors on the ceiling so that like, it looks like there's double trees and they're upside down. It's cool, but it's just so unnecessary. It's all really unnecessary. Like Apple, as I believe we've said many times, I always think of when we were talking with Matt Ingebretson about the Apple store and how they just absolutely have us, uh, like there's nothing we can do like they just absolutely <laughs> just we walk in and they they have full control over us they just, like own us and that's what's so funny is it's like you guys didn't have to do this it's similar to like how coca-cola has ads and it's like just because they want you to be thinking about them it's yeah because they need to no it's like apple store just wants you to be thinking about it so it's like did you notice our new trees and our new location? Even though it's like no one's like switching to an Android just because <laughs> Apple stores don't have trees. It's like I was going to switch to an Android, but then they put an Apple store in a historic building and I thought <laughs> they seemed to care about Instead, me. Instead, it's like I was going to switch to an Android, but then I remember that I would like to keep my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> uh, we love our Android users who listen. <laughs> we love our Android mall mice. <laughs> Or flip phone, whatever you've got. (laughs) Or if it's one of those phones that folds in the middle. Whoa. Those are so weird. Yeah, I've never seen one of those in person. I have. I went into a store, uh, like a T-Mobile or something, and looked at it. Was it weird? It was. Because when you watch it fold, it Mm -hmm. looks like it's going to you you your brain tells you it's gonna like crumble in the middle but okay when it's open do you see the line where it folds or no no i don't understand that i don't either and that's why it's upsetting is that you expect like you just expect it to work different than it does like i i don't really look especially because when it's closing when it's closed it has like a little like mechanism on the outside like a flip phone like it it just doesn't make sense to my brain. Oh my like it's genuinely upsetting. Like glass doesn't <laughs> fold. Like it kind of looks almost like the the screen almost looks like this like cover thing that yeah. you put on your your phone. 
Well, I, okay, so it was like I was at a place next door over by the Burbank Town Center, actually, and I saw this, like, group of teenagers with one, and they were using it folded over, like, to take pictures of themselves, and I was, to take selfies, and, (laughs) and I was like, that's so weird, and then I realized next door was a T-Mobile store, so I was like, let me go see, and I just, I wasn't, like, glad that I saw it. I was like, I wish I didn't, I wish I didn't... (laughs) experience this is it one of those things where it's like a moment that just like fucks with your sense of how matter like physical yeah it was just like and i also felt stressed by it because i was like i am i missing some reason why this is better like the only difference i can see smaller i mean yeah but then also like for the purpose of like they had it folded and were Mm -hmm. not like folded closed like just Mm -hmm. like almost in like a compact position Uh taking selfies and I just was like why why is that different than just holding your phone like I just didn't Mm -hmm. get why it was better (laughs) I guess if you want to like set it on a surface or something yeah where there's nothing to like lean it against yeah that could be good i'm sure there's reasons i mean i'm probably gonna sound like a fool in a few years when we all have these (laughs) when people listen back to this episode they're all like she's being weird they're actually i think they're called razor like i think they're really (sighs) definitely that also made me feel old you know in my day my razor was this way Wow. <laughs> I remember taking selfies on my razor at the Temecula Promenade. <laughs> I can't even and you imagine can, how grainy those must have been. I, the size of the file must have been minuscule. I feel like the selfies <laughs> that we were able to take on flip phones look like Bigfoot photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, sorry, I, I mean, I, I couldn't even shape to and tell colors. you what that is. You could, of course you can say that's Bigfoot. You could say it's anything. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I can see that there's something there, but there's no way of knowing what. I believe you that it's a photo of you as a teenager, but I just, I'm not sure how to like... <laughs> it could also be like a close-up of an amoeba. Remember you used to have to like email yourself like your pictures or like there was like a there was like a way you had to plug your phone into your computer yeah, or something it was, to like get your it was, i think it was the cord <laughs> it was the cord oh god okay well we're old but um i'm old as fuck that's why we're going to barverde <laughs> so we went to barverde oh you know what i realized today um is that the store we're going to discuss is uh younger than me <laughs> by about a year wow <laughs> Same with Mall of America. Mall of America is one year younger than me. Oh, yeah. I remember. (laughs) They're celebrating. We were weirded out by them having like their 29th birthday. It was unsettling. (laughs) We discussed it in depth on the Patreon (laughs) that week. Um, So that was Bar Verde. Any other Bar Verde highlights that we're Mm. missing out on? It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I don't think I saw anything else exciting at the Grove myself. But I I did feel like it was weirdly easy to park. I just always expect the Grove to be chaotic and it wasn't really it was just, i know it was just a wednesday when night when monica and i got there we were shocked by how not crowded it was like it was really not busy it was not busy like i thought like i had a moment of seeing that someone was pulling out or i thought they were pulling out and i was like oh shit i better grab that spot and then they weren't and i was like damn it and then i immediately found another spot i was like oh <laughs> yeah oh great oh fantastic <laughs> no big deal no no big deal at all no big deal at all um so yeah, that was that. And then today we went to the Americana. A warm day. A lovely day. It was getting it was warm in California right now. It's 
<laughs> I love it. No, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, we went today. I personally parked over at the Galleria knowing that I wanted to end back at Target because I needed a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And that is what I eventually did. I walked through the Galleria. I'm trying to think if I saw anything of note within the Galleria. I don't think so. Um pink was just like closed still and i'm like it was like noon i don't know why there's been like they had their gate down a lot it's weird yeah i was kind of like i wonder if it's almost like they can't man two entrances because they have an employee shortage or something potentially and so it's like to prevent theft so they're like you can only come in through victoria's secret so we only have to watch one entrance exit that's actually a very logical answer that could be the case (laughs) great great answer emily (laughs) you really nailed it that's (laughs) probably completely true uh i and then i and then i exited the galleria in order to cross the street in order to get to the americana and that's when i saw that the forever 21 they finally have announced what it will become and it will become an Amazon style store. Such a bummer. Like just such like a lateral move in terms of like it's just shitty in like a new way. Like Yeah, but <laughs> just like <sighs> such a bummer. I know I saw um a while ago somebody actually sent us the information about this uh from the patreon and that is just such a massive massive space like i mean that is what's so funny about it is we were like it could be anything for the mo- from the moment it closed we were like i can't i can't wait to see what it becomes so now it's like i think the biggest store at the americana is going to be a fucking amazon store is forever 21 bigger than h&m or mm, i think uh, so okay okay let me see i guess here. nordstrom is probably bigger but yeah. Okay. So this is just going to be Amazon clothes. It's so sad. Like, does that mean Amazon brand clothes? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, this is what it says. The store, which will sell women's and men's clothing, as well as shoes and other accessories, will open at the Americana at Brand um, Mall in Glendale, California. The entry into malls could become another threat to what, whatever they're talking about, how Amazon is taking over. Um Amazon says its algorithms will spit out real-time recommendations as shoppers keep scanning items that they see. Shoppers can also fill out an online survey of their preferences for style and fit. Uh, It says the store will be about um, 30,000 square feet. That's how big it is. Damn. Similar in size to a Kohl's, but about one third the size of other department stores like Macy's. Okay. They clearly had like a a word count they needed to get to (laughs) for this article. Like what a weird detail to include. They're like, well, people are going to wonder how it compares to Macy's. (laughs) It says it will offer double the number of styles of traditional stores because only one of each piece of clothing will be on display with the rest in a back room so (laughs) it says items are chosen by amazon curators who also use feedback provided by millions of customers so i I don't don't think it is if it's just i I, don't think it is because there isn't an amazon brand there's just shitty brands that only sell on amazon yeah i think it's gonna be like this is the picture. I think it's going to be other brands because Amazon does sell other brands. It does look like mostly just basics. Like it doesn't look like it looks like some kind of an old Navy Uniqlo is hybrid. Is a real picture or um, computer? Because didn't it sound like this is going to be the first one? Yeah, I think. Well, it looks like a real picture. says the image provided by Amazon shows how clothing could be displayed at the company's new okay, Amazon so it's style not store. A real... No, because it's not. It's not built yet. It just right it's now just says the on the outside one. like what used to say what used to just have like generic these like big um like window decals that they put up usually that just say like 
fun mm-hmm. and like generic words that are supposed to be positive and coming soon or whatever. Now it has the Amazon style uh, logo on it. And it's so depressing. Very sad. <laughs> it's so depressing. And it's like, that is such a coveted spot. Like right well, on I that think corner. That's the thing. It's like uh, only a company like Amazon has the money to rent that spot. Like, <sighs> I mean, literally it says, You'll, you'll browse the items on display, scan a QR code to see sizes, colors, and customer ratings. Wow. Oh, my God. It would have been so funny <laughs> if it was, like, just, like, a giant lolly and pops. Like, they had a ton of money. Somehow. They could have been way more hilarious with the, with what they decided. <laughs> and they, they literally didn't go funny at all. They just went dystopian. And that's a mistake, in my opinion. <laughs> they should have gone for the laugh. <laughs> it could have been a giant... Um... Uh, you know what would be cool is if they did like like the m&m store but for like a cinnabon or like a wetzel's pretzels or something like i feel like they're they're they need to be having more fun with the mall food it could have been a huge anthropology capital one cafe <laughs> it could have been a huge ananas empanadas uh it could have been a giant anthropology but, but yeah it could like have- the one at century city i think is it can't be far from that size, but that one also has like beholden and terrain and all that. Yeah, the Century City location has every little little brand within if anthropology. There was a beholden at the Americana. Like, good luck to those employees trying to keep me from trying on wedding dresses every weekend. I thought you were going to just say in general because <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> The Americana just has so many people at it all the time. You anyway, you have to have appointments to actually try stuff on at Beholden. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like but all like, wedding dress stores, that's how right. It would just be how it, all wedding dress stores are. I mean, they could put a Beholden in Posh Peanut because Posh <laughs> Peanut has closed. That's by the way a big R. update. R. Posh Peanut from our it visit. Had such like an elaborate opening ceremony. I mean the quickness with which it closed. It also seems like the Tom's store is closing. Oh really? See, look, it's just got the like generic thing oh. on it now. Goodbye, I mean, Tom's. it couldn't have been open. This Posh Peanut couldn't have been open for very long. No, a couple months tops because I was there when they opened no. eating a sandwich. Yeah. And this says I was at the opening. This generic <laughs> thing just says today is a great day. No, excuse me. Today is a good day to treat yourself. There was right on the other like the other side of the horseshoe. There was a new essentially equivalent to Posh Peanut called the little shop or something. Yeah. It's like and it was like chic children's But clothing. not even I wouldn't even call it chic. I would just call it like <laughs> Excuse extravagant. Me. Excuse me. It's just like so much tool. Like yeah. the little dresses in the window, it's like how much tool can you put on a baby? You know? <laughs> That's how much tool. The, the latest reality show on Bravo. Tool that you can put on a baby is how much tool they are putting on babies. They're they're doing their best. Oh yeah. Okay. So then um I got there and I was like I'm a little bit hungry. Um I was I think I might have gone into Nordstrom for a minute actually before you got there and then I walked around and that's when I saw that, that that's when I saw that Posh Peanut was closed and I said wow sad <laughs> and I know I like wrote some stuff in a note to try and not forget. Um, oh, and then I did see that there were uh, they were they're doing a giveaway for Lunar New Year where you get you get a tote and a red envelope, and I asked about it like a fool at the concierge later, and I learned that it doesn't start until tomorrow this promotion, and I said, okay, well, that's fine, <laughs> and I asked what was going to be in the red envelopes because traditionally. 
cash. So I said, is it going to be like a coupon or like, what are we doing? What are, what's your guys take on it? And he said this, which I thought was interesting. He was like, he kind of talked about it like it was like in hushed tones or he was like, <laughs> I actually haven't heard anything about what's going to be in it yet or even if we're going to get them this year. So I'm not sure. Well, it's like you should be getting them because the signs, signs out. Say so. it. And for your sake, I don't want you to have to answer this question over and over again. It was too bad because it would have been really great timing if we could get a special <sighs> I would have um, loved to have a special the... tote right before the but end of the pod. But I guess they had some been... pretty elaborate decorations. So that was cool, I guess. Yeah, they they always they always do elaborate decorations for lunar new year it's year of the tiger i believe Ooh. this year not what are sure you? what year are you i think i'm like a sheep or something i'm, I'm not sure i'm a pig <laughs> yeah I, I believe it's sheep or lamb i can't remember uh, i remember being fine with whatever i got <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh yeah and then i walked around and i was like damn I think I'm gonna grab a freaking empanada from Nana's empanadas and I debated what I was gonna get I thought about getting the, this veggie one I'd never gotten before but then when I got closer and they only have the menu that says what's actually in them like right when you're checking out mm-hmm. which I feel is unfortunate for everyone involved <laughs> like the big menu just says like mushroom or whatever I think it might say it on the little tabs in front of the empanadas in the case i th- oh if i were to walk up i could have yeah. seen it okay but then you lose your place but line. then you lose your place on the so. line and honestly you know what probably the line is meant to wrap around that direction and people just yeah. weren't doing yeah. that so i because at the grove it does wrap around yeah so, so i was like i just saw that there were bell peppers involved and listen <laughs> i just don't prefer a bell pepper i uh if i can avoid it i will i think they're filler i'm not into bell peppers I, bell pepper. I just think a lot of the time when they're in a situation like that they're just being used as cheap filler mm. like they just don't taste that good i uh, i i don't care for them <laughs> anyway i listen i barely ever express a dislike of a food on the podcast and i just wanted to share (laughs) uh but then i ended up getting the mushroom one uh which is the one i've gotten in the past and you also prefer that one i also got the mushroom one and i also got a guava one that was just frankly too much Mm -hmm. given where i was at in my day i was like you know what this would be perfect and like like on a cold evening where I also got a coffee or a hot tea or something. It was so much fruit filling. It though. was so jam packed <laughs> with guava filling. With and I, literal jam. It felt like it was like jam. Like it was, it tasted, and I'm sorry to the people of Donna's Empanadas. I'm sure what you're doing is hi- much higher quality than this. But I have a positive association with this food item. So it's a compliment. I love the McDonald's apple pie and it tasted like a McDonald's apple pie to me because it was warm as well. Mm -hmm. And it was like in a little pouch. It was kind of recreating that experience. So that's what it reminded me of. And I noted it for the future, but I didn't really want it as much as I thought I would. Sure. (laughs) You noted not to get it again. I also, well, I thought about, um, I also considered getting the Nutella one, but it said that it also had like Oreos and shit in it. And I was like, I'm not sure I'm down for that. I'm not right now. It's like, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. I don't know that Nutella needs, I don't think Nutella needs Oreos and I don't think Oreos needs Nutella. I think they're good on their own. Yeah, no, I kind of think anything that's Nutella should like just be like Nutella unless it's like Nutella maybe and a, Maybe a fruit, like banana, something like that but would be Nutella good. Nutella doesn't need other like sweets. 
No, I I just it felt wrong to me. But we got our empanadas. <laughs> yes, because Emily joined me at this time. Yeah. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. And then uh, we went to the store of the day, mm-hmm. and then we went into Urban for a minute, where I bought a hat. Yeah, I bought a beanie that I don't know what happened, <laughs> <laughs> but it was priced on the tag at fifteen dollars, and I said. It's a little more than I, but it's not bad for a beanie. And I really like this beanie. We're checking out. And I don't know what happened, but I'm looking at what it's saying on the, on the screen. And it's saying $2 and 75 cents. And I'm saying to myself, what is, what is happening here? (laughs) I'm not going to say anything because I would really like a beanie for $3. (laughs) And I bet this probably isn't accurate. It probably is going to say 15 when I get my receipt. Lo and behold, I walk away. I look at my receipt. I've paid $2.75 for this beanie. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, it just must have been on sale online. And so it came up as that price. And then it was an extra 40% off sale. So you got a beanie for less than a cookie. Like, Yes, like I mean, what a gift! Because I literally, basically free. I, like, <sighs> I still can't totally believe it. It's insane. It's a blue, sort of a navy blue beanie with like kind of a thick knit. Yeah, I found it to be cute, and it had the three little like, it has the three little red stitches on it, like the BDG jeans used to, or maybe do they still? They used to. I mean, I bet they still do. It reminded me of my youth back when I would buy those BDG jeans. We also saw that they are currently selling just one, just one piece of Taylor Swift merch, which brown is... Brown sweatpants. Sort of a dark maroonish brown, <laughs> let's say Taylor Swift and maroon on them. Very strange. Just next to like a U2 t-shirt. <laughs> she's She's joined the ranks of the like classic band t-shirts <laughs> that they sell at Kohl's or whatever. <laughs> I was, I, but I do think it's literally just like Taylor Swift's team was like, we might as well have Taylor Swift pants at Urban Outfitters. Like, why not? Yeah, maybe there's more that like... Maybe online. Yeah, I don't know. But it was weird. But Because I think it's like the same pants you could... It looked like similar to her merch that she has on her website. Yeah. But worse. <laughs> that was weird. But should we get into the store? I think we should talk about the store. So we debated what what store have we not covered that feels... Maybe we can do some lightning round observations on the ones that we didn't choose. Yeah. Bath and Body Works definitely would have been an, something to consider mm-hmm. if we didn't do it last week. So it really week. worked out that uh, we did it last So week. that was perfect. We considered H&M. Mm-hmm. Many people have suggested H&M in their list of what they want to talk about. And whoops, we'd been saving it. But <laughs> <laughs> It was like half that we were saving it and half that like... I, at least personally, I was always kind of like, what are you going to say? <laughs> well, that's, so we were thinking of doing it today, but then the reason we decided not to is because with H&M, even though we both and most people have a very long, long history with H&M, it's come up many times. There's not that much to say about it because it doesn't have that much of an identity. It's just very classic fast fashion and that it is whatever the trends are. And I do feel like we've talked so many times about the idea of 
when it first opened, it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, like I would have to drive like out of town to go to one and it felt like a big deal at that time. And now it's like everywhere. I still feel like the youth section and stuff. There's some things that just feel so H and M. Yeah, definitely. um, And you know, I've, I've talked about how I used to exclusively shop there and how I used to shop in the business lady business uh, business section as a middle schooler yeah. exclusively and buy pencil skirts and blouses and stuff. And I know that on one episode we did a trivia question that got into a little of the history of H&M too. So I feel like we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Um, was there anything we talked about Disney store was one we never covered, but like that's so specific. It's very specific. And also it's there's only like three left in malls in California now. They've like pulled yeah. out of malls. I did just buy a cookie jar there through their website. Okay, through their website mm-hmm. though. So it's like and we I think we've talked about that quite a bit too, of like, you know, the Disney stores of the past. Yeah. And past experiences there. Uh was there anything else we thought of doing? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Those were the big ones. Those were the big ones. Because we've done a lot of big ones. We yeah. did Hot Topic, you know, we did Spencer. Spencer's way back on Claire's like Noble, Sephora. We've done we've done them. And not that there aren't a million others, but we decided one that we never covered. It's such a big one. It's a huge one anthropology i mean a fitting a fitting last one it has everything right like it's it sucks (laughs) to some extent like it's problematic in the way that a lot of mall stores are probably if you want to hear about like how shitty the guy is who started it we really cover all of that on on the free on the free people episode we probably won't get into that again just because i feel like we really really went in on this guy on the free people episode i guess some like anthropology also has like the issue of like they steal from artists which urban outfitters Urban outfitters does too there's like a recent thing with them like stealing these like heart-shaped mugs that one of their past employees and when you see the sign i mean and they do this all the time but then it's confusing sometimes because they'll also work with artists yeah sometimes you're like did you steal this or is the artist involved (laughs) yeah and you have to double check you have to double check yeah they have on their website all their artists that they collab with but i personally had not been in in the anthropology at the Americana in a while. Like I've done like quick Mm pop-ins, but not like a true, like I'm there. I'm like in it because I feel like I definitely a few years ago used to really spend a ton of time in, in the anthropology there. I think the problem too, though, is that the Americana one is not a great anthropology. Their sales section is chaos. It's a pretty like mid-level anthropology. And then the one at century city that reminds you why you ever loved anthropology. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that one is a whole world unto itself. That one's, like, three or four levels. It's like, three levels, mm-hmm. and it's just massive. Yeah, I think they have more home stuff there, they too. They have a lot more home stuff. Yeah. They have a, a huge home section, huge beauty section, huge sales section. One thing I do like about the one at the Americana is it has that little, like, bench outside <laughs> where you can often see people who are, like, exhausted just <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> Uh, but I hadn't been in in a while and it definitely has a very specific scent that really hits you when you walk in. Yeah. That's one of the most like classic things about it. So it really hit me. And 
I don't know. I, I hadn't been in so long and it just was like exactly how it always was. It's like, it seemed like right now they're really pushing spring dresses. Mm-hmm. That's the, the majority of the front there part of the store. Of and I think that's a great period of time for anthropology. I think <laughs> yeah. anthropology is great for spring. I think uh, floral dresses are kind of their thing. Yeah. If I had to say yeah. flowy floral yeah. dresses, to yeah. be clear, like long and then also I was saying to you, like, they have also weirdly sometimes they have like business, <laughs> like, like, or like a nicer dress or something that's supposed that's like not flowy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I like this side of anthropology. Yeah, their stuff is really hit or miss. It's so weird. I mean, I don't think I own any clothes from anthropology. I definitely do and have at various points in my life. Any any memorable pieces? Well, I mean, the big one right now, which I still like, is my giant gingham dress. Um, oh, okay. That almost a year ago when my uh, apartment had a bunch of bugs <laughs> and uh, I had to like wash and bag everything I owned and then go stay at my mom's and I was just like I just have to leave and so I didn't bring any clothes and so then um we went to Century City to get me something (laughs) and I got this dress that was on sale at Anthropology and wore it to work pretty much every day for a week (laughs) (laughs) your work is like we don't have uniforms but you're making it seem (laughs) like we do and I still really like that dress yeah I think the only stuff I have from there is like home stuff and I think that the reason is I kind of what I like about anthropology is less actually buying stuff and more just like picking stuff up and putting stuff down like picking up a ceramic bowl and being like cute and then putting it down and I remember I used to always talk about on this podcast about like fantasizing about being this like you know middle-aged woman who wears these flowy dresses with like a bug stitched into them or whatever that you can only dry clean or whatever and then my mom my sweet mother as a gift for one Christmas gave me a hundred dollar gift card to anthropology and I was a little overwhelmed I was like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna buy and I ended up buying two things one of which I Honestly, I'm not even sure where it is because I think I just imagined I I don't know when I thought I would use it, but I bought one of those because they always have different dishes and stuff that have like mm-hmm. animals on them. And I bought this large plate that's like a serving plate that has a whale on it. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty. Like maybe I'm this will be serve so much. And it's like I think I've had times where I did have people over since then and I don't even think to to take it I like don't know where it is I don't know what I did with it I feel bad about that it probably would be a cute item if you if I felt confident enough to be one of those people that like props a plate on on the wall I just Mm -hmm. I just feel like I would do it wrong and it would come crashing down one night yeah that's that's a very specific type of person and I don't know if I want to be that person and then I also bought like a throw blanket that is fine I don't love it I think I I wanted to get two things, so I bought, like, a less exciting blanket, like, a kind of a less warm, like, kind of just... just bought one I should have just bought blanket, one yeah. better blanket. That's my one regret with that gift card. And I probably bought at least one. I often used to buy my, um, what's the Rosebud Salve uh-huh. uh, lip balm there, um, but they stopped having brambleberry for a while and then I started going to Sephora to get the original flavor 
And now I don't think they even have original flavor at Anthropology anymore. It's only the fun strawberry and yeah. whatever. And, um, but I don't think I, like, I feel like my, most of my experience with Anthropology is just walking in and looking around. Um, I've definitely bought home stuff over the years. Yeah. Like, I definitely own a few mugs from there. Um, as a teenager, I was obsessed with buying drawer pulls. Oh, right. I think I've talked about this before. Every single piece of furniture in my childhood bedroom <laughs> had just like different drawer pulls. I was obsessed with buying drawer That's pulls. That's so cute. I just <laughs> thought it was like so important. I'm realizing now I don't think my teenage mall had an anthropology. Mm. Like I don't because my most of my relationship with anthropology is as an adult. Like I don't think we even had one. I definitely loved it as a teenager. What could have been? (laughs) And then I just feel like various little things. Like I've always loved their little home things. Yeah. I just feel like there's not that many places where you go into it and their home stuff is all just kind of like fun and whimsical. Yeah. The colors are really good. I today multiple times pick something up and went, oh. Yeah, that's so cute. There are these like candles that look like little. um, Why can I not remember this? Canisters of tea, or like what's the word for um, a thing that keeps your drink hot or cold? A thermos. It looked like a little thermos Mm. to me, kind of like it had a little lid that looked like the top of a thermos. And then it smelled really good. It was strawberry something. Yeah, I mean they've always been so good at candles. It's always they're been like all about the such candles. A candle hub. I forgot to take pictures of everything except for this horse sweater. <laughs> There's a sweater with a horse. They had more ugly clothes than usual today. I'll say that much. <laughs> but I just think, and that this one doesn't have a great home selection, but. It, it has a pretty decent home. Like, they had a lot of very cute little bowls. They don't, though, because most anthropologies have, like, rooms set up. Like, they'll have, like, a bed. Oh, you know? right. That's a good point. Like, it's almost like an Ikea. Like, the one at Century City, the one at the Promenade. Like, anthropology used to have rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it literally used to be, like, Ikea, where, like, that's why, as a kid, I was so obsessed with it. Right. Because it used to have, like all these separate little bedrooms and living rooms like fully set up. Okay. And so it was really like immersive. I think that I don't That's have not that much, as of, much of a thing anymore. I don't have as much of that image of it probably because I didn't have it at, at my mall when yeah. I was a kid. I don't, I like really don't. I think, you know, urban outfitters was so huge and I definitely went in there constantly as a teenager, but I don't even know if we, like I knew what anthropology was until wow. I was in LA. I yeah, as a kid, like way way before I liked stores. Like when you're still like a little kid and you're yeah. like it's really boring and annoying to have to go with your mom into stores. I loved going into anthropology at the Grove because um they had these big uh poles like basically they felt like ship masts. Uh-huh. like wrapped in rope uh-huh. and so i would just like play i would just like you know play like imaginary games where it's like i'm on a boat and then this is my house and a that reminder kind of that emily and i are both only children yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad <laughs> i can definitely imagine anthropology as like a little girl being like oh my god 
God, this is like the fantasy of like, I'm a, it's so girly. It's just yeah. so, no store is so fucking girly. It's like, no. that's probably why there's a bench outside for men to sit on. <laughs> for- it is, it is the, yeah. It is just, and we were, we were saying today that there was like, not a lot of Valentine's Day stuff in there, which you were, you mentioned like, that's kind of surprising. And it's like, yeah, I think this is just really a store where a gal shops for herself. It's I don't really, think it's not even like a store where husbands are like, oh, my wife likes anthropology. I'll find her something there. I don't think that like straight men would even know what to make of yeah. that store. <laughs> I think I truly don't. I think the smell, it's kind of like it would just repel them directly back out. <laughs> because everything in it, I think that most straight guys would be like, this is weird. This is weird looking. Right, because it is and it like, is. like <laughs> why is this dress a sack? Why does this plate have a dog on it? What's going on in here? There was like um one of the first things we saw when we walked in was this like horrible sack jacket. Yeah. It was like white canvas, long, like just stuff where it's like I feel like on a TV show, if there was a character who was supposed to be like interesting and like an artist, it'd be like, this is right. Like we're going to introduce her as like an older around her home, like a middle aged (laughs) artist. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah, like the home stuff is sort of anthropology kind of feels like a way turned up version of just those little stores that sell tchotchkes and cards and stuff. Like if you turned up the volume, like times a million, like instead of just little cards, they have all this um, stationery and like Mm -hmm. journals and planners and like a thing you hang on your wall that says like my dreams coming true and I will manifest these things. And I will put a little uh, cute sticky note in a nice, mint green on it and it'll remind me of of blah 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 i mean i used to um definitely i never ended up making the purchase but i would look at those planners and stuff and be yeah like i was saying to you today though like i got way less into planners over the pandemic it like really beat that out of me (laughs) (laughs) where i'm just like you know what and ultimately i think that might be for the best (laughs) i think there's something planners are well there's something about anxiously just like writing in a planner and feeling the need to like organize in that way that was probably not as good for my brain as (laughs) as just you know writing things down in a calendar on my phone they have stuff where it's like i don't even know how many different versions of like little rolly massagers they have they have a lot of yeah and like um like some beauty stuff like the little yeah. like jade roller thing you do on I your mean, face it's like the the century city one and online they have a huge huge beauty section yeah and they, it's all other brands and stuff but right. um then like today and this is totally a pandemic thing because i remember noticing early pandemic how many like fancy puzzles they started carrying <laughs> and they had a whole display that was like aesthetic versions of classic games yeah the, the like, monopoly one was the big one that was yeah, on top i like mean this big wooden sort of like rug looking <laughs> uh designed monopoly board and it says it's like monopoly for anthropology Which like makes it's no sense with the game itself and like these beautiful pink striped dominoes like a peacock and, on the side of it yeah. it like 
has... I mean, their mascot would be a peacock. Yeah, it's like, called the Darby Edition. It says, whimsical game board with solid wood frame and artful playing pieces. I should have... I wish it was easier to have looked at the box on the back to see what the... I wonder if it has it on the website because I would be curious what the um the different like pieces are for playing like as a instead of the top hat and stuff they even had like an aesthetic checkers set checkers they had catchphrase for anthropology uh (laughs) i guess that's something sort of interesting about the store there's no it's not about being sexy it's not about being like whatever it's truly just like this one aesthetic and how to make your entire life that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see. I found it on the website. I want to see if there's any better details. Also, it's not available on the website anymore. So Did it sell out? It, it must so have popular? sold out. I'm looking at the board itself. For women who love Monopoly but hate how ugly it is? <laughs> uh, Monopoly is just so ugly. that Of course, the houses and hotels are pink and and wooden like houses (laughs) are wood and then they're pink looks like there is a there is a dog there's a cat there's a car it doesn't look like they're actually that different uh they're like just different shoe like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. look at the look at the property cards they just look like they're watercolored or something (laughs) yeah like because it's not like those different versions of Monopoly where they like change the names of things. It seems no, like. they did here. They did. Guess what? what guess what? Jail is. Oh, fuck. Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> it's silent retreat, and then it says, "Oh my god!" And then you know, you know, there's just visiting. It says just writing. This is such a parody. <laughs> I'm so of glad itself. I looked this up. I'm oh so glad I looked it god. up. <laughs> Oh my god! But I think the other properties are all like named the okay. same thing, and then yeah, go to Silent Retreat. <laughs> that wow. is so embarrassed, embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but the rest seems pretty much the same, except it'll be like the chance card has like a, a various watercolor flowers on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That is so funny. I this- love they they're being so. Uh, but that is on, you can't buy that online so rush to the anthropology <laughs> at the Americana and get it for 30% off but otherwise they also had a cross stitch kit and a DIY screen printing kit which mm-hmm. I'm just like damn that can't be a very good screen printing kit there's but, just no um, way this article you sent I feel like is oh, pretty yeah. illuminating yes so there were a number of articles that are like all these facts you never knew about anthropology there's one called the untold truth of anthropology and there's one called 18 stylish facts about anthropology that's the one i'm looking at because it's just the easiest to sort of go through the 18 stylish facts okay so i didn't know that it started as a line at urban outfitters or no they sold so it was a brand that they sold wholesale to specialty and department stores so what it says on on their website and their wikipedia actually is it says this is here let me pull this up because we got into a little of the history of the company overall when we were talking about free people so we're gonna skip all of that but there was this thing that says um here that the guy uh who owned it richard hayne i believe he was i thought it 
I remember him going by, going by Dick when we were talking about him. It says, okay, after opening Urban Outfitters, a close friend of Dick Haynes came to him with a problem where she was living. Philadelphia did not have enough clothing options for her sense of style. Hayne then came up with the idea of anthropology in hopes of giving creative, educated, and affluent 30 to 45 year old women a place to shop it's in like, a store yep. that reflects their personal style. Those poor women, they have nowhere to go. <laughs> Who will serve those women? I, I liked that it just which is 30 to 45. I was like, okay. They did say, this is a later fact, but it's relevant. Their ideal woman that they based the whole yes. idea of the store around, Which, how crazy. Is Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. That, but then also like similar to oh, yeah. Bath and Body Works, they had like a fake, like fake women that they talk about. Well, also, so, that was the free people thing too. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. But so the Julia creepy. Roberts, I just think is so They said funny. that's their ideal woman. That's yeah. who they are picturing when they are picturing anthropology. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then this thing, uh, the name is a spin on Haynes College major. It's like, oh, anthropology. It literally is just anthropology. Like, that's the answer. <laughs> okay. So here, for example, it's, were. Oh, holi- translated into French, by the way. Oh, okay. Holiday 2014's uh, Imaginary Ladies. There was Aurora, Silver, and Quinn. <laughs> the Aurora concept is a holiday girl, so she has a lot of party dresses with shimmer and shine. <laughs> Silver is more of a ranch girl. Her color palette is more about the sunset tones, a lot of layering, heavier sweaters, a lot of capes than Quinn. She's more of a city girl. <laughs> She's a little bit more pulled together, buttoned up, so a little desk to dinner wear. And using the woman's narratives, which will include things like where she went to school and what books she likes to read and interpreting aesthetic concepts like she likes to play with color and her clothes have a lot of asymmetry, not only helps to create a cohesive narrative from store to store, but also lets each individual store's design team be creative. The anthropology woman really is kind of like a rom-com woman. Like she's yes. a voracious reader and she has her own, totally. she has her own place and it's huge. Like, you know, like yes. that kind and of, and she's vibe. like a book editor, but yeah. somehow has like this gorgeous loft in New York. <laughs> um, also probably a pill addiction. <laughs> wink wink though (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine because she has it all together the other thing is the interiors of the store i guess are really like intentional like they're really Mm -hmm. designed this says uh when he was first creating or when he was creating his first post-urban store, which would appeal to customers growing out of Urban Outfitters and into the next stage of their lives, Hain turned to architect Ron Pompey and his design firm Pompey AD. Uh, it says the duo spent a couple years on a, quote, cultural odyssey to create their vision for the store. They traveled, visited museums, took in cultural events, and shopped at outdoor markets. During their travels, they learned that, quote, texture was very important storytelling was central (laughs) well like do you remember okay so then it says basically it's like every store has like mood boards and there's some continuity but every store is kind of allowed to like do its own thing yeah but um like do you remember like how that was like a storyline in like broad city yes i do that it was like she was hired to make their window displays right or she wanted to make their window displays and they hired her just as retail but she was like trying desperately to be a window display which is so funny i was thinking about that because we got one of our questions we got on instagram yesterday or earlier today was uh someone asking about window displays and i was thinking about i was like i don't think i ever look at window displays i just walk in the store if i want to walk in the store 
feel like I know you do. I notice like anthropologies because they're good. But I feel like I don't. I just I mm. just breeze past and I should I should stop and smell the roses. I don't know what's wrong with me. I mean a lot of stores don't necessarily have window displays anymore, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Or they'll just have like a couple mannequins lined up. There is that one window display outside of um is it no, it's Bloomingdale's when you're driving uh like past that side of of the Americana mm-hmm. like towards the Target parking garage at the Galleria there's like one window display for for mm-hmm. or no is it Nordstrom or no it's Nordstrom mm-hmm. and so it's just like and I'm just like whoever sees that except someone who happens to be stopped in traffic right there yeah <laughs> and it was funny today because I saw I I was thinking to look and it was a mannequin what do you think about when mannequins are like doing a whole pose like they're doing a whole thing i think that's fine the only thing that bothers me is when they have like the points instead of heads yeah. or weird shit like that i'll never understand the or hard like nipples a painted thing. on face like that looks like yeah. a little like they're trying to make it look realistic in a way that's like uncanny valley kind of unsettling yeah um, but i feel like the window display job is probably as those episodes yeah. i think are probably coveted job because you are actually getting to like design shit yeah definitely um uh but yeah so the vibe is very i mean there's a the anthropology at the westfield utc in san diego i remember has like it literally has like macrame on the outside of like on the outside of the building yeah um oh this i thought was funny just based on what we were just talking about that um they had a short-lived men's collection yes uh and then it it failed miserably (laughs) (laughs) it also they also say on here um similar to what we were talking about with like why does coke need to advertise whatever apparently anthropology does not advertise yeah it's Uh, just their catalogs yeah which are like not catalog you looking at all they look like magazines they look like magazines i can't remember if i like intentionally unsubscribed or if they just stopped sending me the catalog but i used to get it I remember because we had a segment based on it. I know. I, that was one of our very early segments. That and was then, like crazy early on. I feel like yeah. I that was like literally the day I learned that Anthropology and Urban Outfitters were the same company <laughs> because Chris knew that because we were playing that game with Chris. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know why I got this. I never gave Anthropology my info. And he was like, did you give Urban your info? Wow. So long ago. So fucking long ago. Uh, also, it says that customers in 2015, when they crunched the numbers customers spent an average of 75 minutes shopping in each store that's crazy but it, makes but it sense, feels true it? when i was like getting christmas gifts from the sales section at like the century city i was in there for so long you can really lose time you partially really because it does feel like one of those stores that just sells a bunch of tchotchkes like you're just there's so much shit to look yeah. at i mean the thing is like it's it's one of the stores that's most fun to just go in and look at shit. Like Yeah. It really is. By the way, under this catalog thing it says the catalogs are referred to at the company as journals. <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah, they have terrain which is their gardening store, mm-hmm. which I've ever, only ever seen at the Century City. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Beholden b-h-l-d-n beholden the word with no vowels where i am just sure one day will be where i end up getting my (laughs) wedding dress (laughs) thank you for staying true to brand no matter what i mean they're like all under like 1500 yeah and they all are really pretty 
And that's so cheap for a wedding. That is very cheap. Also, did you see this fact? Charles Dickens' great granddaughter worked there. <laughs> Polly Dickens it's was like, the director of the home division from 2000 care. to 2003. I mean, can you imagine her being in there and just being like, damn, Oliver Twist could never afford this <laughs> stuff. He would he would have died. Did Charles Dickens write Oliver Twist? Um i was just gonna trust you on that uh uh, let's take a look here yep you know where miss havisham's wedding dress is from (laughs) where Beholden. Beholden. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, what, are the, uh, "What are the other facts?" Let's see. Uh, Imagine like um, a modern version of some woman who just like drifts around the house in a wedding dress, uh, like for years. <laughs> but it's like a mermaid. It's like a mermaid gown. <laughs> it's just this like skin tight, cleavage heavy, strapless, satin like mermaid gown. I'm picturing it, and it's Julia Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Only nine states don't have an anthropology. So sorry to Alaska, Iowa, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Sorry, guys. Damn. Sucks for you guys. (laughs) Where the fuck do you lose 75 minutes on average? Like, (laughs) what are you even doing? (laughs) The other article I found when I was just kind of looking up stuff about anthropology was this article from, I think this is 2018, and I think this is like kind of a thing that anthropology gets made fun of for a lot, which is they just have like dumb bullshit that's expensive. <laughs> yes. So this is this article is called um, you'll be surprised at cafemom.com where I found it has a lot of ads. <laughs> so I'm struggling to read the title. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'd really love to close this ad, but I have to accept <laughs> these cookies first. I don't want to. Anthropology is literally selling a bundle of twigs for $42 and it's sold out. This is from November 2018. So like, yeah, of course they're selling a bundle of twigs. That's for $42. my thing is I'm like, duh, like, of course, but it is a bundle of twigs. It's a bundle of twigs that's bundled at each end with a little piece of twine. Uh. <laughs> I did have it upon a weird TikTok just yesterday where it was like, I was watching it with the sound off, but it was like some girl and the it said like up top, it was like, I thought I was going to go into anthropology and buy a bunch of stuff today. And then the rest of the video was just like her flipping over tags and they're all expensive. And it's like, what did, I don't what think did you, you think were was familiar gonna happen? with anthropology if you didn't think that everything would be stupidly expensive. Yeah, I mean, one of the first things I did when we got in there was ask you how much do you think this like weird sack jacket is, and you guessed. You, I think you guessed one seventy-eight, and it was one ninety-eight. Yeah. So, but it's like it's kind of their thing. They were listed as birchwood imported. Uh, Are they like to put in a vase or something? I think so. I think they're just decorative. I'm sure they are. That's so funny. Like, I don't think they are scented or anything like that. I mean, it's just so like that is what anthropology is. It's like to be shocked by anthropology is to make yourself the fool. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're just doing what they've always done. They have never pretended to be anything. (laughs) Well, they've pretended to be, you know, charitable and inclusive and all those things. But But (laughs) (laughs) they've pretended to be worldly. They've pretended to be a lot, actually. But at the end of the day, ultimately, you should know (laughs) that they're pretending. (laughs) 
So yeah, we all we all know what anthropology is. If you know what kind of woman the anthropology woman is, she loves nothing more than to pretend. <laughs> yes. Literally, okay, anthropology <laughs> is the woman who has the like. In this house, we believe in science. In this house, we believe in immigration. In this, like, that is who this woman is. In this house, we believe in bundles of sticks <laughs> as well. And it's just on the fucking lawn of her front like mansion and it's just like that's who she is yeah she has like an intense security system and, and like a she sign hates about bernie sanders so much but she pretends like she does no she doesn't even pretend you're right you're right she doesn't pretend she's very open about it she's super she's open. very open about how much she loves hillary and joe biden and she's very open about how she thinks bernie is a sexist but she thinks she's the most progressive person on the planet that's who the anthropology woman is you've described her she's julia roberts sorry julia but that's just that that's just the truth uh i want to see if there was anything else about the anthropology history that was interesting um it's their wikipedia for how many like controversies and stuff they've had is very clean by the way like there's just like history products collabs that's it like that is fully it that's all they include just a few months ago when they had that like um artist collab like uh basketball that was just like a beautiful basketball you had mentioned that at the time i feel like that's them in a nutshell it's like none of their customers need a basketball you're exactly right it's uh, some of the people they've had collaborations with um they had they had one with joanna Gaines. i looked that one up it was like pretty boring it didn't really she's boring they have had it's a funny thing though we're like there is some artists I follow on Instagram who then they're like, I have this collaboration with anthropology. So there's people I like. And totally. They have a bunch of artists collaborations. I don't know what the breakdown is of how that works and how, you know, well they're paying people who knows, but, um, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they're complicated. <laughs> but, um, it's a thing where it's like, it's so silly. It's so stupid, but I'll never not, go into it i can't not and i mean i even think like i remember again i remember on on matt ingerbretson's episode him talking about because he has sisters mm-hmm. he's just like very familiar with anthropology <laughs> for that reason and i just know that for the rest of my life i will be buying home stuff on sale there yeah because it's fun I was definitely tempted by a couple of things yeah. today. I smelled a lot of candles yeah. that I, the problem with candles in a place that has so many candles is I go, and then what if I don't pick the right one? <laughs> and then I'm stuck with this scent and it'll carry me. It'll be, it'll be all over all my memories <laughs> for a few months. <laughs> it's like, let's say I need like four little plates, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're, you do. They're always going to have some cute little plates on sale. They are. And then it's going to be 30% extra off sale. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to have these cute little plates. Yeah. The other I thing, would much rather have that than little boring Target plates. I'll like, never forget one of the highest compliments I feel like I ever got was I was walking out of um, Glaze Fire, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's still there in, in Los Feliz in, in LA. It's like one of those uh, similar to like a painted earth or a color me mine. Like you paint ceramics and I was picking up a bowl I had painted mm-hmm. and I ran into someone I knew outside And I said, oh, I was just picking up this bowl I painted. And she said, that looks like it's from anthropology. (laughs) And it is one of the best things I've ever done there. because, And I think it's because I kept it simple. Uh (laughs) It was just kind of like a wide bowl that had like a just not like a big serving bowl, just like a small bowl that I painted in various like pink and uh, no pink and 
blue, like uh-huh. pink and turquoise. And uh-huh. it, I just used this is like a thing I like to do there where it's like you can kind of secretly look fancy by doing almost nothing. It's just use the shape of the brush to like make <laughs> yeah. a pattern. I'm very proud of it. And I said, oh, my God, thank you so really much. <laughs> and then, you know, every once in a while, just buying like a random mug there is such mm-hmm. a cheap pick me up. Are their mugs good quality? Do they hold I think up? They are. Yeah, they're pretty thick. I think they're like see that mug that daisy mug the blue one with the daisy yes that's a mug that i just saw and i just liked it so much that i had to buy it i like it too because it made me happy this also says on their website when uh on their about page for their actual website uh it says uh our product offering consists of women's apparel and accessories intimates home furniture and decor beauty and gifts each caters to the lifestyle of our five muses (laughs) soft and delicate boho chic easy cool elegant classic and modern sporty Ooh, these are the spice girls or <laughs> what, what's going on <laughs> modern sporty is a surprise to me i wouldn't have I expected like to hear that any sporty stuff they have like i've seen they have like legging and like top sets mm. like i feel like there was a there was one that i saw a few people have that was like flower print mm. i feel like it must have been uh, well advertised because I saw it a lot for a while. Um, I think there's just something about anthropology that no matter how stupid it is, everybody finds it aspirational because when you go in there, you're like, what a comfortable life. This yeah, is. This That's per- the thing. It's like, what a comfortable life. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And then I'm trying to think if there was anything else we saw in there that was great. I mean, that horse sweater with the horse with flowers in its mane. I wouldn't have even paid attention if it weren't for the little embroidered daisies in its mane. Really hilarious. <laughs> they really do. I thought about doing um, a Price is No Object with this, but it's like we did once already, technically, with that catalog. And two, we don't have a guest today. So <laughs> it would be no, there would be no, comp- no competition element. But they do have like, especially their furniture and home stuff is like, fuck like this is so fucking expensive so but honestly like so is urban outfitters like, no totally urban outfitters furniture i just can never believe how insanely expensive it is i mean this ottoman is six hundred dollars this bar cabinet is two thousand really forget how expensive like furniture is a so furniture when it's not like the cheap shit we buy is yeah. so expensive yeah they have like man. even those direct-to-consumer ones that like advertise on podcasts and stuff they're so fucking expensive yeah they really are i mean that's furniture so i guess it's not anthropology's fault but it kind of feels i don't know i just always want to know who is the person who has an anthropology bed frame or like one Mm. of the big ticket items you know a couch like shit like that i mean the furniture is beautiful it's very pretty i mean gorgeous the displays that you're talking about that that are in stores or used to be in stores the catalog is is Mm -hmm. primarily furniture it feels like so anthropology is primarily about like representing like a very specific aspirational lifestyle 30 to 45 year old educated (laughs) affluent woman but it's also doesn't it feel like they're leaving a few things out like i don't think this woman has kids 
Yeah. You know, like probably not. Or if she like does, that. she like spends no time with them. <laughs> like she does. She, she doesn't know them <laughs> because she's like, it's, she's also a little eccentric or whatever. Well, she just like, says she's like so busy with her work. So it's like just but tough. the thing is, though, I feel like those women, those they live in like those clean, modern houses. Yeah. They don't live in like uh, a house that's just like full of softness and boho color. chic. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Any other thoughts on anthropology or should we close on our final segment and some questions? Yeah, let's let's do that. Which do you want to do first? Um, let's do questions first. Questions first. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're just going to answer a few of the questions that we got that these honestly felt very good for like end of podcast wrap it up type questions. We were like, hell yeah, I'd love to reflect. Thanks for the opportunity, question asker. Um, let's say first which guest story has stuck with you the most this is from like so not me on instagram which guest story has stuck with you the most emily um so obviously like the jamie lee that's um, definitely my answer is (laughs) but i have found myself i mean it's definitely pretty recent so it's hard to say the sticking with thing Mm -hmm. but i have found myself on several occasions um remembering chris thayer's story about um getting a t-shirt <laughs> as a gift from his I, I believe step grandma that had some um crude joke about how people should stop jacking off mm-hmm. and he opened it in front of his entire extended family and then had to pretend to be like oh, what that was a pretty good one <laughs> i'm just like scanning through like looking at some of the episodes i also think the story logan told about oh the necklace the guy wearing that elaborate necklace that, that's okay that said, that's a top one what did sure. it say like it was something about circumcision said like yeah like it was like a plaque that said something about <laughs> circumcision i love that story that yeah. was a really good story <laughs> though, on the on the story. apple store episode with logan gunselman um i'm trying to go back to the beginning i do think uh also i mean this isn't like a story but like the sort of arc of what happened with katie french with the candle that she remembered mm-hmm. and then that we were able to find it from illumination that was pretty special that was, was like a special moment i yeah, feel I loved that. so that was really good i do sometimes think about danny jollis telling us about how he always went uh to papyrus with his mom because she's a paper artist and then when they when he was young there was a fire in their house because of all the paper. Oh yeah. I think about that fairly often because I think, wow, how formative that must've been for Danny. <laughs> like that must've um, been a big, like, that's so scary. I do. sometimes I think about Elliot Glazer wanting to work at Chico's and only, only getting <laughs> Talbots. I do think about Jake Nordwind using our story about touring the Americana <laughs> apartments quite a bit. That definitely crosses my mind. Uh, and I think we discussed it when we had Jake on the Patreon. I think I we, mean, we got deeper into that. Not as, I mean, I guess there's another question that some of these are answers to. But I think to me, when, when I think of that question, the very first thing I think of is our Banana Republic episode with Jamie Lee and the story Jamie Lee told about being, I think, around middle school age mm-hmm. and going to the mall with her friends and going into dressing rooms and peeing in there. It's just so insane. Like, I feel like when that episode happened was when I was like 
we've peaked. Like this is what we are trying to do with this podcast is like, this is journalism. Like we are using the podcast to like get to this kind of thing. Like we like them all. We like talking about them all on a surface level. But what is always fun is when we get into something like that, because we're talking about them all. (laughs) Yes. So that's what really stands out to me. Yes. (laughs) It's, a classic absolutely <laughs> i love that one yeah um you want to do another question yeah you have it oh no oh you, you were looking it? at your phone in a way that felt I, like you were like ready to move on to i another. was still scrolling oh through yeah the is there anything myself. else that you're like shit that was like a, a crazy one not right now those were some good ones for I'm sure i'm like damn there's got to be stuff we're forgetting i mean shit there's fucking bazillion hours of this stuff so i can't imagine that there's uh, any world where we just covered everything i, I mean the stuff about yasser and wetzel's pretzels obviously is that is was huge oh yeah i mean that was <laughs> oh the stuff like jasmine ellis telling us come of the like some or i keep saying come by accident on the podcast <laughs> jasmine ellis telling us about like the secrets behind glamour shots and all that yeah I feel like this is going into another question was like favorite moments, favorite moments. Uh, Let me pull up the specific phrasing of that question. And who asked Uh, high energy Hugo on Instagram asked favorite moment from the pod. You know, I one that I remember thinking was so funny in the moment, and this is like not real a real answer, but I remember one time you made a joke, Emily, about comparing us to cereal, and then you said, "Yeah, we also sometimes talk about Best Buy," <laughs> and that really cracked me up. <laughs> I don't remember when that happened, <laughs> but it really killed me. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I know one of my favorite episodes still is the Bridger episode. Oh, yeah. Just getting so passionate about cookies. Just all of us having such strong opinions about cookies. The Bridger episode is incredible because I think that was our fir- probably our first really long episode, <laughs> yeah. too. Where we just Because Bridger, when, when he wrote back to us about like his details and stuff to talk about on the podcast, he had like such a breadth of stories, like just a huge list, including that his um his uh llc name is Murphins. i mean (laughs) i'm trying to think of anything else that's like um a moment that was that really stood out this is the thing i'm worst at with my memory yeah Uh, one of my favorite moments was when finn straley said that um he when he first went to the mall on the mainland because he's from Alaska and he went to the mall in Seattle and what did he say he was like is this heaven he literally was like this is what heaven must be like his parents had tried so hard his whole life to keep him not caring about like commercial (laughs) capitalist things and not being materialistic and then they take him to a mall and he thought it was literally heaven I also really liked the day we recorded the Madewell episode with Rochelle because I feel like we really got to some things there. That was incredible. Like just the way it all worked out because that day we had like a last minute like cancellation. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh shit, like what should we do? And then we were like, who's someone we could text that we've been meaning to have? Like, what should we do? We text Rochelle. 
we're like, are you free? She's like, yes. And we're like, thank God. And then she's, she, she's suggesting stores. She suggested Madewell. And we were like, this is perfect. Like this yeah. is the person to do Madewell with. Yeah. And those are always good moments where you're like, oh my God, perfect. Like, or like when we did Aerie with Anna Hosnier, where it was like, okay, thank God somebody who's like really passionate about yeah. this. Like any it's one- time like with Rochelle where we could literally talk about specific pieces <laughs> at, <laughs> at Madewell. Yeah. <laughs> um, the live show was fun, obviously like all the way back in 2019 and, so exciting to talk about the American Girl story. I loved when we talked about uh, having keys made with Andrew Cuddell. <laughs> that was such a bizarre chunk of the podcast where we were really getting into the process of having keys made. Because uh, I, I feel like those are some really fun moments where we just go on like a crazy, like bizarre tangent. I mean, the tangents were always just so... I mean, I feel like... Uh, Jake Nordwin's episode is is one of the best because it's just so unhinged. He's like it's unhinged a really episodes are really solid episode. <laughs> <laughs> we love to get unhinged. Um, anything? Else? I'm just literally looking at what old episodes we have. I mean, they're Jamie all great. This episode has some really interesting revelations. Yes. Uh, they're just also fucking good it's like, i think abercrombie kids with uh zach Noy towers was really fun <laughs> yeah that was like our first pandemic one that we recorded with oh a my guest. god that's right yeah god yeah we i can't believe we just we really zoom for a whole we year say we absolutely never skipped a week during the <laughs> pandemic and that's pretty great um you and felicia fighting about uh julie andrews <laughs> I really, I remember really liking the Barnes and Noble with Peter Kim episode. Oh yeah. I mean, it's hard to choose favorites. They're all our children. We love all our our babies. Absolutely. Um, What was it? Oh, there was something in um, Tom Takar where it was like, he got fired because he his mom his uh, a- I was about to say his mom his boss, <laughs> his boss. you called someone else's boss mom <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> um, he got like his his boss saw him at the mall or he something. like clocked out he was working at like a hospital or something <laughs> and he clocked out to go to express I think because I think he said like he he realized that no one would notice if he wasn't in his office. <laughs> I do like all the stories like of like Solomon Giorgio just like never going back to his job. Oh my god, like, yes. Just being like <laughs> I just didn't go back one day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was like a it was interesting whenever we noticed like a common story. It was like, oh yeah, I guess a lot of people did that. Chris Fleming's episode is just one of my faves. Yeah. When he God, when he was saying it just made me crack up when he was like how when he's home every single day his parents like want to go to the mall yeah (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that quite honestly listen it's been a long ride um maybe maybe let's answer another question yeah because obviously we could go on and (laughs) freaking on on. every episode is our favorite episode we love all our guests so much should we do the shutdown rebrand expand and then go into our desert islands that feels um, right to me. 
I think. Because one yeah. of the, yeah. So we used to do shut down, rebrand, expand every episode. And it just, frankly, we ran out of uh, combinations of stores. I think the real and reason we stopped is during the pandemic, it just felt weird. But it was both. It, it was, was like we were already things. kind of running out of combinations, combinations of stores. And then during the pandemic, it was like, well, everything is shutting down. And <laughs> so. also, like, we were trying to, I think we were trying to make episodes a little bit shorter at first. It was just feeling like yeah. a lot. But uh, we we got a question where someone asked us, Ellen, Ellen Stu, I always, uh, we've, I've messaged with this person before, so I always, it's funny when you say someone's uh, Instagram out loud that you usually just read. Um, she asked, shut down, rebrand, expand, Claire's, Spencer's, hot topic. Emily, do you want to go first? Um, yes. Oh my God. Do I even remember how to do <laughs> how this? How do you play? Um, okay. I do feel like when I listened back to the Amy episode before we had her back on recently, we were doing shut down, rebrand, expand. And I like forgot that we all do it. Like I, I, <laughs> she answered first and then we, we both went into ours and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to shut down Claire's. Yeah. Rebrand. What's your reasoning top. for shut downing? Shut, shut it's downing. Just, Jesus Christ. It is a terror <laughs> on people's ears. <laughs> yeah. I at my jewelry store job just the other day, I actually a customer was in and she was like, These earrings don't really work on me because my piercings are too low. Because earrings fit so differently yeah. based on where your piercing is. And I was just like, Isn't it funny that we're all just like at the mercy of whatever teenager was working at Claire's that day for the rest of our lives when it comes to earrings. Yeah. And it's the truth and they shouldn't be trusted with it. It's true. Um, And then everything else in the store is like trash. So it's fine. Yeah. It's just Um, filling landfills. And like, remember when the Jojo Seawall makeup had lead in it? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then I'm gonna expand Spencer's. Because you can't rebrand it. It is what it is. There's nothing to... It just is what it is. Spencer's is Spencer's. And Hot Topic, I think I would rebrand... You know, they can keep all the Riverdale stuff. They can keep all the Stitch stuff, of course. It's their bread and butter. But um, more, more goth. Go back to your goth roots, Hot Topic. I feel like we might be kind of on the same page, but I'm going to try to switch it up when I answer. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to rebrand Claire's. Okay. okay. Because what if there's a world where there is a store like that for little girls, but it's not all trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, like what if it yeah. was like they had less shit, but the shit they sold was better quality, you know? But and like fun little hair accessories. Yes. Little earrings. Like sure. stuff Kid that's makeup. like, yes. Like I, I go, I don't really know a place where you can get cute stuff like that. Like, and I get that you kind of want that stuff to be disposable because kids break shit. But at the same time, it's like, but it doesn't have to have lead in it, you know? Like, there's somewhere <laughs> there's in between. There's an in-between zone. There's an in-between zone. And maybe part of the rebrand, too, could be having actual professionals in there who pierce ears. Yeah, because that is becoming a thing with studs and rowing. Yeah. And, and they, they could have people those people in there. hear Claire's and they know that that's a place mm-hmm. to go get your ears pierced. So what if when they arrived, it was a good situation, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I, I think there's a world... Instead of a high 15-year-old. Yeah, I think there's a world a, where Claire's... Gun. could be like better quality it could be like a, a sure. itself still but less garbagey mm-hmm. um i'm going to so that means then i have to shut down spencer's or hot topic 
This is tough. I think I have to shut down Spencer's. I don't know if there's going to be more or less teen pregnancies because of that decision. You know, there's less sex <laughs> well, education. Because I, so what I'm going through is I was going to pretty much give your answers, but I'm trying to switch it up. So I don't want to shut down Hot Topic because I just think it's nice for there to be a mainstream place for weird kids at the yeah, mall. So totally. I just want it to be there. And Spencer's ultimately probably does more harm than good <laughs> overall if I had to really break it down make a pro con list I mean most of the things in there are extremely offensive so I'm not happy to shut down Spencer's but I think in this situation like it's probably offering the least to society of these three <laughs> stores so then I'm going to expand hot topic and I'm I think part of that should be that I don't want to expand hot topic for there to be more of them. I just want them to be huge. And I want them okay. to be like dark, scary castles. <laughs> like, like I want them to be back to like, um, how the hot topic at universal city walk used to have the gargoyles on the, on the front. Like, yeah. what if that was the vibe of the whole thing? Because it was enormous. Yeah. That would be so fun. Like fake, like, gray stone brick walls and stuff and i know i'm like cheating by kind of doing a rebrand with the expand but listen i can do whatever the fuck i want (laughs) (laughs) who's gonna stop us okay now we did do an episode i think it was the ontario mills episode like our year anniversary or something oh okay one of our big episodes that was just the two of us we answered the question of what would our desert island malls be but we're different people but we're different people now a lot of time has passed and okay emily do you want to ask me first or do you want sure. me because i think that when we did it before we did each give each other a scenario and then oh. ask the question okay and i think we should carry that on okay <laughs> Oh my God, this has to be my best one yet. <laughs> and I've only ever done like one before, so Holy it's a lot of pressure. Shit. Okay. You are leaving from this recording today. And Whoa. a hawk picks you up. Oh. From the back of your shirt. Oh no. And I never knew I was at risk for this. It, it like you know how that happens with like little fluffy dogs and chihuahuas? Yeah. And then they It's gotten bold. Shark this. tank invention that's like the oh, like the spikes. spikes. I need one of those. Well, you should have been wearing your spikes page. Oh, fuck. So the bird picked you up. Okay. And you're flying high in the sky. <laughs> okay. And it takes you past Santa Monica out to the ocean Mm -hmm. and it drops you in the ocean and you land on a small trash island (laughs) and you're on the trash island it's just kind of floating it's not moving very much and then an octopus decides to steal you away to be his bride (laughs) and so he grabs you and you you he's very strong they're very smart as well yeah yeah and that's um, what i learned from my octopus teacher (laughs) then you should feel flattered that he chose you because he put a lot of thought into it usually it takes a lot of time for them to warm up to people (laughs) (laughs) he'd been watching you on your little trash barge. i've been watching you and uh so he grabs you and tries to drag you under the sea and you're like hey 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 i can't breathe down here and so he pops you back up to the surface and then a school of fish are in a rush and their <laughs> propulsion makes him like it's they're so fast that it makes him spin around like a cartoon and in that frenzy he accidentally lets you go and then you are caught up in the fish current <laughs> and then 
a whale, you're on top of a whale. It eats all the fish, but you're on top of the whale, and then you get stuck in his blowhole. Ew. Yeah. And also bad for him because he needs that to be, you know. And so he's like, and eventually he, he pops you out and you go flying for miles and miles and miles. And you end up on a desert island. What? Really far away. He was a really powerful whale. And you uh-huh. go, I am just at the mercy of these sea creatures. Yeah. And you're walking around your island and you climb a tree. And you realize that there's this tiny little side island with a couple stones leading to it to just hop, hop on. Oh, cool. Like a little bridge. And on that island is a little mall <sighs> with five stores. What do you want your five stores to be? They're okay. going to sustain you for the next 15 years. First of all, I love that I get a little side island. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever seen that before I in know. this game. I'm like, oh my God, how cute. And I love that. The vibe that would give my mall. I know. I'm picturing an outdoor it's mall. Pretty special. I just very am. like Westfield Topanga. Yeah, it just feels Fashion Island. So, oh gosh, should we have been calling it Fashion Island this whole time? <laughs> oh my god, literally, <laughs> probably, but, literally, probably. Well, it's like literally the definition of too late now. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, one thing I don't think I included before that I am going to include this time. I think I'm going to go with a Nordstrom. Okay. Because as I get older, I find myself more interested in Nordstrom. I just find myself going in there more. (laughs) Um, I like walking around. I like picking things up. And I think there would be something fun about being in your own Nordstrom and being able to like open up all those drawers where they like where normally you'd have to have someone like pull something out for you, like in the jewelry or like in the perfume and stuff like, you know, and, and just like, trying stuff on i also you know that's what happens when you turn 30 you're just drawn to nordstrom literally emily yes (laughs) and i mean i've made more purchases at nordstrom in the last two months or month or so than i have in years uh and also gorgeous bathrooms we know yes not that it like matters in the same way because like part of what's so nice about the bathrooms is they're like one of those stalls that the door goes all the way to the ground Mm -hmm. you really feel like you're in your own space and i don't think I need the privacy in this situation, but still very nice. And then if it has Bar Verde and it has an e-bar, oh. it's like I'm getting extra stuff. Yeah, that's and like, true. I think that's fair because usually they do have that. Like yeah. I'm not being like, and I and this one has that. Like yeah. they would. They would. And so that gives me an extra restaurant that I maybe that's wouldn't have before. True. I think I would do, and I think I did do before, I can't totally remember, a Barnes & Noble, just Mm -hmm. because they're comforting. They're comforting to walk around in, plus another restaurant, (laughs) (laughs) technically. A a Starbucks, you know, kind of a vibe, but not technically Starbucks, as we've said so many times, just proudly serves. Um, I think, I don't think I'm going to do a movie theater because I just... I've always thought like, if it were me, and and then if I were our guest and was told the rule about it's only the movies out at the time I'd be like forget it <laughs> I'd be like I'm good um so I think what I would do is I would maybe have um so the thing is Barnes and Noble definitely has DVDs yeah <laughs> now I'm gonna assume Barnes and Noble somewhere must have a DVD player but I'm afraid they don't 
Yeah. I'm like, do they have one in the break room? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But there isn't honestly anywhere at the mall that would have one. So I'm a little worried. Mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned. Do you think Target would have them or no? No, I yeah. really don't. Oh, Maybe boy. Blu-ray player Target might still have. Maybe. I do think I am going to have a Target just because for just practical purposes, like for toothpaste and shit. Like sure. I'm not trying to have my teeth rot out of my face no. while I'm there. Like no. I feel like it's really important. Um, sunscreen and stuff like that. Um, but then I do feel like I should pick a food court restaurant or a restaurant. And this is where I struggle because I know Cheesecake Factory is extensive, but I also don't want to feel like shit all the time. <laughs> like I'm a little conflicted where I'm like, mm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think think but the problem is that's the case with most things at the mall there's like not I just, a lot of like really healthy options <sighs> i would do you know i'm gonna do a deluca's deli okay because that is such a like there's so many little options there it's kind of i might get tired of it but that's the risk i run and i have bar verde available to me too and then i have one more right i think that was four okay so it was nordstrom barnes and noble target and then i and just then- said DeLuca's Deli. Deli. I feel like I need to go with like some type of a a classic, like a, did I do anything right? I mean, Nordstrom, I get clothes. Um, I want something that has sweets because DeLuca's has some sweets, but not like, it's a lot of like those like bags of quadratinis or whatever. Yeah. I think I would go with what has the best cookies. Ooh, cookies. <sighs> like Mrs. Fields, but like, which I think is what I've said before, mm-hmm. which is like shit. And then you're, that's really, that's really a cookies. commitment. And if you guys, and they're not them, like the best. Fun. What about like sprinkles? I'm going to do sprinkles because <laughs> they have cookies and they have cupcakes. Yeah. Okay. That's my desert island. Okay. Okay. So now it's my turn to tell you your tale. Okay. <laughs> I've only ever done this once before, which is when I did this for you that other time. And I don't remember (laughs) what I did. I mean, I'm going to do the classic of making it related to the store. Okay. Which is usually kind of your move. Okay. So you decide that you are feeling nostalgic Mm -hmm. and you want to revisit the period of your life where you were swapping the knobs on everything. (laughs) So you're at an anthropology and you're looking at that like little carousel of knobs you're just digging you're just like I can't even believe how many are available this is so amazing you buy so many that you have to pull your car up oh to like pull God. them out because you're like this is just like too heavy oh like my God. I think I need help to my car or can I like pull up close like I just this is an issue carry all these knobs so you have so many fucking knobs and you're at the anthropology at a century city mall so okay it's like a real situation so actually you are not able to pull your car up someone (laughs) has to help you as though you're like an old woman if I just drove on the second floor it's like you're an old woman at the grocery store (laughs) who like needs help to her car like this is what's happening so a lovely anthropology employee helps you out to your car um with like a cart that they have in the back they're like this has never happened before they pile it in to your back seat okay and then you go all right i'm taking off i am on the west side already maybe i'll go visit my mom so you head towards santa monica (laughs) 
to show off all my new to show off. to show your mom that you've regressed <laughs> <laughs> and you're driving along and you accidentally miss the turn to to go to your mom's place and you're like oh i'm like headed toward the ocean like oh shit like i haven't been to the beach in forever you drive down you go maybe i'll just maybe i'll just park for a second and just like take it all in <laughs> and as you're driving into the parking lot of the uh of the santa monica like near the pier i'm assuming <laughs> you drive into that lot you realize like oh my god like i've lost control of the car <gasps> it's so weighted down <laughs> by all of these knobs that my brakes have failed oh my god so my honda <laughs> my honda civic coupe has failed me your car goes into the ocean and before you know it it's floating out to <gasps> sea like so, does the weight somehow actually it's like counterintuitive where the weight actually makes it more buoyant well so what happens is your windows were down right oh. and so as you're like floating out some of the uh out of the back seat <laughs> this doesn't make sense oh, wait your windows are not down. <laughs> okay wait some of the knobs <laughs> <laughs> so okay no the windows were down so some of the okay, knobs yeah, the windows the, were the, down. The, as you're like getting out to see you're like oh my god i gotta get on top of the car or i'm gonna be like the the, o- the ocean is going to fill my car with water <laughs> and the knobs start floating out of the windows and so luckily you lose no, a little bit of the weight of the car so it does float enough so that you're able to float out to sea but there's people who see you headed out and they think oh is this some weird artist installation (laughs) la is so weird they like don't even care (laughs) and before you know it you can't even see land anymore (laughs) no am i still on top of my you're sitting on top of your honda and you're just like what the fuck you managed to grab a couple of knobs just (laughs) because you were like if anything i just want to be able to hold on to a couple of knobs given everything that happened here today like i don't want it to be all for nothing (laughs) so you're holding on to your knobs the sun is setting you're like oh my god i'm gonna be out in the middle of the ocean for forever like i don't even know if i'm gonna survive the night when suddenly (laughs) you realize the car has stopped because you've hit land whoa you're at the edge of an island you go okay um, I'm going to leap off of the car and get on land. I finally have found some salvation. <laughs> you and your knobs <laughs> hop off. <laughs> you're holding them. You're looking down at them. And one of them is sort of mirrored. And you go, what am I seeing in the reflection of this? Is it some lights? Am I seeing some? I think I see a window. Do I see a directory? <laughs> you look up. <laughs> And there's a mall. <gasps> You're going to be stuck on this island for 15 years with just this mall. What five stores do you want there to be? Whoa. Desert Island. Okay, first off, let me say that um, mine was related to the store too. I forgot to mention that all of the sea creatures were wearing caftans. I was wondering when you were talking about the octopus, if it was like an octopus that would be like on a dish. I forgot at- to mention that they were all wearing flowy dresses okay great (laughs) um okay also when they find me i'm gonna have drilled like two holes in my head where i just like (laughs) 
twist my little knobs and like horns and I, I like change them out for new ones and when they rescue me they're gonna be like oh my god when did you go this crazy when did you ha- when did you do this like like 11 years in and the it just drove you to madness and I'll be like oh like one weekend one weekend I did this um it was pretty fast <laughs> it happened immediately um and I have no regrets but um okay so I know my first two confidently okay are going to be Barnes and Noble also. I think some of them are going to be honestly the same as yeah, my last one. I think mine are pretty fairly different, but I don't 100% remember what I said before. Barnes and Noble. And I am going to do an AMC because the rule of the movies being what's in theaters now is actually great timing. Okay. Because I some of the movies in theaters now I could watch a bunch of times. Like I really loved West Side Story. I could watch Licorice Pizza a million times. I'm sure Scream would be fun to rewatch. So that would be fine. Okay. Um, Maybe I could like memorize Macbeth or something and be really <laughs> smart. Like when they come get me, I don't know. But um, <laughs> So definitely that. And I would like sleep in the recliners and those are some snacks and drinks, freestyle Coke machines. I forgot to think about where I would sleep. Yeah. Maybe Target well, has stuff. Maybe Nordstrom. I'm Nordstrom. sure you could. I'm I'd sure figure that would it be out. Comfortable I'd enough. You could make out. a nest out of clothes. I would figure it out. Yeah. Um, I do honestly think I'm going to do the Cheesecake Factory. Still Good for you. Because of the variety and honestly, like, I bet there's a blender back there and mm-hmm. I could use some of the uncooked greens from various disher, dishes, dishers, <laughs> dishes to, like, make a green smoothie or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. So I, I'm going to do Cheesecake Factory. So that's three. I know last time I think we both did anthropology. I'm not going to do it this time, yeah. actually. Um, damn, I kind of want to steal Nordstrom too. Please. It is a good one. And on the second floor, they do have a lot of brands I like. Yeah. So, and it would be fun. Like I would totally be like wearing a ball gown every day, I think. Yeah. Why not? And I think Nordstrom (laughs) would be good for that. Yeah. And I do like the Bar Verde thing. I think I would do Nordstrom too. Like I don't really shop at Nordstrom. It's definitely not one of like my favorite stores, but for this situation, I think it would be great. It's also kind of a cool cheat because you get a bunch of stores with the different brands. Totally. Like they have Urban Outfitters, they have Madewell, they have like a lot of stores in small form. I mean, that's a big reason I don't shop there is because the stuff I like is expensive. Right. But they have a lot of brands I like and yeah, the perfume and makeup, skincare. We always talk about skincare. You want skincare on the island and they yeah. have tons of skincare. Yeah. Like sunscreen, lotion, all sorts of stuff you yeah. could pamper yourself <laughs> and then my last you deserve one it. you've been through a lot that was a harrowing journey um wait so you said barnes and noble movie theater cheesecake factory nordstrom okay my last one i mean it should definitely be pretty practical yeah I'm going to do something different than Target. Yeah. I think maybe, honestly, I'll do like Dick's Sporting Goods. That one is always a really smart one. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. It's definitely not exciting. But, no, although, but honestly, though, like they wouldn't have stuff like toothpaste and all that shit. No, but they would have like raincoats and yeah. shit like that. Like you're going to have probably some inclement weather that you have to deal That's with true. and you might need it. And 
Nordstrom has some fun home stuff that anthropology would and Target would have covered, I yeah. feel like. So I think Yeah, I don't know where you'd get toothpaste. <laughs> No, mm. no one's like actually ever brought that up before. I I, I don't if think Nordstrom has any fancy toothpaste or anything. Mm. Do you think? Maybe Barnes and Noble has some weird ones <laughs> that have like goop all over I the mean, outside. It's possible that Dick's Sporting Goods could have some like little camping kits. They would have kits, probably. I bet they'd have kits, and th- th- those would have toothpaste. Okay. So I'll do Dick's Sporting. Goods. I just don't want your teeth to fall out. I mean, Target would be more fun, but I think Dick's Sporting Goods would be good. I think that's smart. So that's, I think I we're think both going to be fine. From yeah, the, so and too. that's actually why we're ending the podcast is we're each about to be stranded for 15 <laughs> years on a desert island. Yeah, so you won't really be we've, seeing um, anything from us on social media. We've been leading up to that for a long time. Well, as we've <laughs> talked about it over the years with various guests, we've come to realize that it seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're going to do it. So we're just going to take that leap and just see what like happens. Like that into the wild guy. We yeah. two are going to die. but um, <laughs> or, or, or wild. <laughs> One of those types. <laughs> One of those types of films. We're doing that, but unfilmed and separately on our own <laughs> desert islands. It wouldn't be a desert island otherwise. We I don't say think. we love to go to the mall alone and we, we want to keep that up even in this instance. Um, well, that's that. That's been an episode of Mall Talk. I'm so worried there's like important things I've always meant to say that I've like forgotten to say in this last moment, but I just, I don't know. Well, keep them wanting more. You know? But we'll, don't give them any. We'll continue <laughs> going to all our places, volume pops, etc. I can, I will continue to go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I know for sure. It is going to be a weird adjustment having no one to tell about it (laughs) you can still describe stuff to me if you want (laughs) well you can leave a review if you want to uh just be nice still you can absolutely do that yeah and you know with the patreon like we're obviously pausing (laughs) billing for you know from now on but I think if it if the mood strikes you that you would now like to get that back catalog, I think you could just pay like five bucks one time or something. I think so. I yeah. think as I think you can do that, and then it just won't bill you again. Yeah, so um, that's like a whole back catalog. There's a bunch there. It's true. There's a lot to listen to there. <laughs> many many hours, um, and you can join the Discord. We're not gonna pull the Discord yeah. down. So if you want to continue to talk to other other mall mice about mall stuff you can you know, do it there when, once a mall mouse always a mall, a mall mouse once a mall, blah, blah, blah. and yeah. um <laughs> follow us individually because yes. hey we're still alive so we'll still be posting yes. please follow me on instagram at page weldon and i am at mle fay we'll link in the description yeah <laughs> and you know hopefully there will be more just stuff we do that you know i personally plan to still do stuff (laughs) eventually (laughs) yeah yeah we'll see (laughs) who knows what the future holds but again just like thank you so much i feel like almost four years is like a pretty good run yeah thank you for allowing us to be in office for these last four years honestly it's kind of like you know we didn't know if anyone would care yeah about us talking about the mall for four years every week and you did and that's why we did it for three and a half years and we really appreciate you and we will meet next week on our individual platforms (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll meet next week on our desert island <laughs> where we will be stranded and, uh, okay. again thank you mall mice thank you goodbye bye